So I've been making gifts for work. <laughs> Can you make me a gif? Yes. What do you want? What do you want yourself to be? A gif of you? No, it's actually no, it's actually really boring what I what I want. Okay. I can still do that. It's it's a gif of basically I've been having this problem with my email at work. Huh. I interned there and then once I left the system, you know, once I was not an active employee because the summer was over, um, they deleted my email account from the system. They use Office 365 or whatever it is. They use Office 365. Oh, they use uh, Microsoft's whole package, and I think Microsoft hosts the whole thing, etc. So apparently, there's some sort of bug in the Windows version of Outlook. And again, this is all through Microsoft's own products. It's hosted on Microsoft's thing. But once my email address was deleted, if someone try, who emailed me before tries to go in and type in my address and it's saved like in their favorites or whatever, and it starts to autofill my email address and then they hit enter and they try to send me an email um, from someone who emailed yeah. me in the past when I was an intern um, for some people, it will just, it won't work. They'll just get a bounce back message. Even though my actual email address itself has not changed at all. No, seriously? Yeah, seriously. So my solution to this, because I was like, uh, you know, I was like dealing with them and they're like, there's a bug in Outlook. There's nothing we can do and like on and on. So I think I want to make a little gif of like the workaround which is that they have to X out my name once it starts to autofill and exit out and then type it in again. So that's, that's the best that I can do. Okay. I think um, we can so do that. So you are going to make, you're going to make that gift for me. Why did you send me a black? Oh, blamo. Oh, this is your gift. That's one of them. Yeah. I stop motion that whole thing. Yeah. With the rice and everything. Yeah. It's the little pellets that make up the shoe. Oh, this is beautiful. Oh, I'm glad you like it. Oh yeah, it's amazing! Wow. So you're 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 getting to make stop motion video. I did this weekend. This is Holy this is the cool God. thing about my job. Every once in a while, like they'll just ask me to do something that I don't know how to do, <laughs> and I'll be like, mm, I don't know how long that's gonna take. I'll get back to you. And they're like, Yeah, just figure it out. See how, see what I see how that goes. And then a lot of the times, it's pretty doable once you just you know put your head down for a second and. So yeah, I've been I've been playing with like video and Photoshop. I've been doing all this other stuff. Like, oh, it's, this is fun. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's more reasonable from a UI perspective. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm I spend so much time in Photoshop anyway. But I'm like very impressed with how not crappy the process of it is. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty surprised. I think this looks great. Yeah, I thanks, man. You get to build them for all the time of you like dicking around with the stop motion really well yeah i mean actually yes that's excellent (laughs) (laughs) this is better and better well you know it's sometimes you know it's it's all for this presentation we're trying to make a little bit of a statement about not doing exactly what we've always done and so this is not what we've always done so oh i love it i think this is great oh i like this on vine i like this all over the place yeah seriously you know i've seen a lot of great like short product videos and and it's good for that too i think but i'm also looking forward to to using in other more interesting ways too 
you know, but you know, just basically, it's like, oh, you get a chance to look at a product from like 360 degrees. Like, think about if Apple or if somebody else were to just put out these little things about, oh, you know, the new iPod, and it wasn't iPod, wow, the new iPhone, but it wasn't just a series of, um, wasn't just a series of like flat PR shots. It was a series of those like gorgeous PR shots, like with the thing spinning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you know, this or that, like. They'd get, they don't need to do this because they already have just fine engagement, but you could throw that out there and people would go nuts for these like moving Apple product videos. Like, ah, it'd be incredible. Yeah. I guess they sort of do it. I've seen them do it before as a QuickTime VR. Do you know what that is? No, I don't think that so. That was a whole thing where you could actually spin around oh, and you could rotate. right. And I remember, because they were all into it like back in the day, but it took a long time for the Each thing frame to load. To, yeah. So you'd have to wait maybe 30 seconds, because it was basically like a movie shot on all sides, and then you could spin you it could around control it. its axis or whatever. Um, but I like this. I like this a lot. You know, that's, is that fun. is more Apple's style, now that you mentioned it, to actually have control of it yourself versus like, hmm. you know, versus like, no, but I this is fun. No, this is fun because this is um, gifts are kind of animated gifts kind of speak their own language, and um, it's kind of fun and kitschy in a weird way. And I'm not really sure why that is, but it sort of like warms my heart a little bit to see a nice, fun animated gif. You know, there's something also about like the repetition, like yeah. It's very you, soothing. You end up focusing on different parts of the animation than you would if you just saw it once because it just keeps happening. So you'll see little details in different ways. And yeah, I don't know. There's something about the repetition that I, I don't figure out what it is that I like so much about it, but I really like it. Yeah. I feel the same way about hip hop actually and loops and. Oh, gotcha. I was like, explain. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, even especially especially instrumental hip-hop where someone isn't rapping over it, but you hear a loop and then it repeats itself again and it repeats itself and you keep experiencing it in new ways and you get to focus on little things. Um, and it can actually be kind of trance-inducing that way. And uh, yeah, a lot of... A lot of African music has a similar kind of repetition and um, a trance-inducing sort of quality to it. Yeah, I think I can kind of feel that. That's that's an interesting perspective. <clears throat> you ever hear the Radio Lab, where they took a sentence that somebody was saying and they repeat it ad infinitum, and then you can sort of start to pick out an actual melody from the sentence. Oh, that's interesting. That sounds like uh, Steve Reich's. Um, work with like tape loops and hearing something again and again and you you hear it and 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 then you yeah and then all of a sudden you hear like the like it has a beat to you and it has like and has like a distinct melodic line it's pretty cool 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 that was one of their better episodes i think i think that one was really pretty killer they came to some hilarious like non-actual conclusions but still it was was a good one i'll have to check that out yeah. Um, I've been meaning to ask you about this and I, I feel silly because it's a month later now and I haven't, we haven't talked about this. <laughs> um, but what, what happened? What, how do you feel about the Netflix logo redesign? 
because it was kind of like tripping me out. I couldn't, first of all, I couldn't find Netflix on my phone anymore. Yep. I thought it disappeared. That's a, that's a problem. Number that one. was, that was step one. And then I, I used the little search thing and I was like, Oh, here it is. It's white. I see. Um, yeah. I mean, what's your, cause as a designer, as someone, I mean, what, why was this done? Okay. Why they walked away from red and went to white. I'm, I don't understand. Uh, so here's here's why how I would try to sell it, right? If this was my design and I was trying to sell it to somebody, I would say like I should actually close Netflix. This is not gonna help. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm realizing this is a terrible idea. If I'm like I, I know the design well enough. They removed dimensionality and they switched to white. Well, did they switch to white or because now the text itself is red? It just happens to be in a white field. Right. I, in some ways, this is like this. This is a, this may be telling just about my perspective, but it feels like an iOS sevenification of Netflix. You've removed the dimensionality from the type. You have made it overall white yeah. with like a little text color. I mean, in some ways, that's exactly what iOS 7 did to everything. And I think there is sort of a tendency to jump back to white in general with designs, but this is one of the first logos that I've seen go into a white redesign. Um, the word is actually, is technically a little bit easier to read, but I don't think they've been having a problem with legibility. I mean, I think their logo has become iconic enough that the N is sufficient. Like you know what that N means, even subconsciously, or at least I I am mm. aware of that. Have they used the N uh, just on its mm. own? Fave icon, they've always had the N there, but it it's one of those little the the what? Sorry, the fave icon, the little the little guy that's like up top at the in your uh, browsing bar. Oh yeah, I'm actually lo- I'm actually looking at it now. Well, as I'm typing it in. In the search field, it's c- coming up as the new on white, the red N. Okay. Once I actually go to yeah, the website, it, it hasn't uh, refreshed. So it's still showing me the old red one with the N. I mean, you know, yeah. it's it's now it's like a one color logo instead of a three color logo. You know what I mean? So uh, visually, it is more simple. Black and white and red. Right. So it's visually more simple. It'd be easier to like make, you know, letter head. <laughs> Or a stamp or something. <laughs> like there's there's a lot of reasons for a, a lot of physical companies that I might be like, oh, let's simplify this. Let's get this down to one color. Let's try to get rid of outlines. This is too complex. But with Netflix, it's I have I don't have a problem with it. I never thought it was too cluttered or too busy and and I don't think in general anyone had an issue. Part of it I think might just be that they're kind of getting tired of it and wanted a visual refresh and so they decided to overhaul the logo as well and you know they're constantly updating their interface i've never they've never really needed to change the logo so i'm not sure what changed but you know yeah what are you gonna do or maybe they felt that yelp and other icons like that were starting to look synonymous with that maybe they felt that they had too there was too many icons that were red and they actually wanted to sort of stand out and be a different color it's not very many bright white icons Um, Yeah. Well, this is one, one thing I'm trying to figure out is like, you keep saying that it's white. And so before the text was, um, before the, the background was red and the text was white and black. Here's the thing, man. Like, look at that. Look at, look at, actually look at the Netflix logo on your phone. Yeah, you're right. Right. It's more than just the word mark. It is a field of color behind it. Plus your word mark. 
And right now, that is an overwhelmingly white icon with some red text in it instead of the opposite. Mm. I mean, if I were going to simplify, I might even do the kind of thing where I made it, I left it red, took out the word Netflix and just put a big N there. You know what I mean? Almost like how Hulu Plus does it. They have just a big H, a lowercase yeah. H because they're bad people. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and you know, that that could have been a way to sort of simplify things and, and still sort of keep keep it punchy I, I mean i really i really dig red so i'm i'm a little sad you, to see it switch but yeah well because on a white so how do they do this now if it were on let's say like a one sheet or some sort of press material um which would be white anyway let's mm-hmm. say now it's just now it's just the word so now it's just the word which is in red yeah which which makes sense so do you think before they had a problem because if you try to put the logo on white, what you had to do was put red around it and then put, you know, was that the sort of thing that they're running yeah. into or what do you, but again, they are a, um, they are a company that are online primarily. I mean, they do have their video yeah. service, who, but yeah, who cares? They can change the color of pixels around things without much problem. I mean, so yeah, that that that's kind of my thing. If they were more of a physical company and they really were like putting out flyers, I you know to me it's like at this point, again, if you're a smaller company and I'm designing you a logo, I want to make sure that you have a one color option. You could probably make a one color option of the Netflix logo. That's just mm-hmm. the outlines of the type in black on white. It may not look quite as oh. good. Or you could even make those outlines red instead of black. You know, if you want to sort of harken back to your color uh. scheme. So for this, I, I I honestly think it was just more that people were kind of getting sick of it. They were like, oh, this looks old and, and stale. I want a new one. I, I, companies do that yeah. a lot, and they kind of they get sick of their own identity, and they want to change it, and nobody else was sick of it or bothered by yeah, it. Yeah, interestingly enough, Netflix doesn't seem to have commented on this at all. Like, they're not, they don't want to talk about the new logo. Which is actually probably fine. I mean, people yeah. love to, to Which pull is, apart anything you have to say. Maybe it's fine. I do I do have to say that the old logo and I know it's kind of um you know the big drop shadows and everything it's kind of it's kind of old uh feeling um and it definitely is not flat design or whatever you want to call it OS7 design or anything like that but it made it sort of harked back to Hollywood and kind of like that old Hollywood feeling, um, you know, it made you want to get out the popcorn. And I mean, that was like, that was exciting. And the new logo to me, it doesn't really speak to any of that. It's sort of, it's almost like you should get excited of it in spite of what the logo is and just, you know, Hey, this is Netflix. So you should be excited about Netflix. You shouldn't be excited, but the logo, I think, um, meant something before and sort of spoke to something about movies about Hollywood and maybe maybe that's what they're trying to get away from I guess uh, to me it's always felt like um sort of reminiscent of projection like there was something that's catching light and then it's something that was blocking it there was like you know that dimensionality wasn't like a soft fuzzy dimensionality it was like harsh and sharp angles so maybe yeah I mean I guess it's a little crazy 
But you could have made you could have made a version of it that wasn't this. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to images. Like you didn't. You also didn't need to make the logo the the text necessarily all that much fatter. And this new one, they kind of have different letter forms, and um, they're not they're not all exactly the same shape. Um, but I mean, I under I understand why they wanted to get rid of get rid of dimensionality just to make it simpler and stuff. But I, I don't know, man. Yeah, the new the new letter forms and so like so here's what happens. They get rid of they get rid of the shadows. Yeah. The letters are not actually kind of they're really not that beefy on their own. So instead, they have to thicken all the letter forms in order to give them a little bit more weight, but it's like if you're going to make a change like that where you're going to flatten this and then you realize that your typeface doesn't work on its own, I think you pick a totally different typeface or go in a different direction. Um Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what the right answer would be looking at it. I don't know where I would even start to to move it. But that that's part of the problem is that I don't, you know, I, I don't look at it and say like, oh, I know how I'd fix this logo. I mean, there's some logos where, you know, there's some obvious weird little pain points and you just want to clean them up. And the old Netflix logo was weird. Uh, it certainly didn't look like anybody else's logo, but it it had its own identity. You know, what what, what more can you ask for? Yeah. So. Yeah. Truth, truth, bro. Cool. Yeah, that's super. It's super interesting to hear your your. How else do you feel that. about it? Like, aside from the fact that you couldn't find it, which is a huge problem. I mean, like that that is a that is an unbelievable problem that I've heard from multiple people that they just are like, where is this? And they're so used to seeing their iconic color scheme that they just can't even find. It. I mean that that's a that's a bigger problem. That's a usability problem that's being reintroduced by your identity change. You never want that. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't give me the warm and fuzzies. It's colder. It doesn't have the same feel. Yeah. But, you know, it's also like how much I'm used to looking at this logo. <laughs> you know, I'm sure that if if they did the opposite, you know, if they came from a just a plain red text and then went white and black with a shadow <laughs> and then put it on bright red, I'd be like, what are they doing? So, you know, it's one of those funny exercises. What they could have done is just take the old logo and pull back some of the shadow a little bit and make it a little more a little more modern a little cleaner um but you know this isn't this isn't my field no, I, so I, I think that's actually a possibility you could have done something like that where you went halfway just just to, pulled it back a little bit and make it a little less sort of we're jumping out at you and, and a little I feel like it's right in the middle of the steps they could have taken, right? So it's like a step that would have been less and I think more comfortable for people is them doing flat white, no black shadow and bolder type face on red. That would have been like a step that would have been a small step, just a like a tweak. Oh, I see. And then people would still have known it. I see. So I feel like if you're gonna you're I've gotta go do that or you gotta really make a big change and like roll it out with marketing and get people used to it. Mm. They're a huge brand, you know? Like they they gotta put a little bit more yeah time and you know effort into something where they change up the whole color scheme. Even if just flipping it, it's a huge deal. The other thing, um, which I didn't even really think about it until now. It's funny that we mentioned uh, mentioned this because Molly is actually canceling our DVD by mail Netflix thingy today. You've still had DVDs by mail this whole time. This whole time. Well, I wasn't really using it, but I mean, the reality is that neither of us were really using it. Watching DVDs. Yeah. Um, and we weren't 
whatever the value is per month that we, we weren't getting that. Understand. Um, so it's funny. But then the other thing I was thinking about, right, this stuff comes in the mail and it's shipped around and they still, I guess they still have these red envelopes. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. Um, which are not going to show dirt in the same way as if they have a white, yeah. a white envelope, which might arrive and be kind of, especially if it gets passed around um, and goes through the mail a few times, it might look kind of crappy by the time you get it. Um, but maybe they're just like, they don't care. I bet I, I, I'm willing to suspect that they're not going to redesign the, the red, uh, the physical mailers. To. You can't still have the old logo. You think so? Yeah. You, you have to switch it. Yeah. Well, I guess we're never going to find out. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to sign up for it for one month just to get, just to maybe, know. Maybe the envelopes are white for people, but, um, Maybe they just don't care about those people anymore. It's just like, you're on your own, guys. You know, I'm, I kind of almost want to now start up Netflix again. I'm actually, it's funny that you're saying that because mm-hmm. I've been looking at like movie selections. I've been trying to be like, you know, I really should see all these old movies. And they are not streamable anywhere. I can't buy them from iTunes. Really? My rural internet connection oh, here is so oh, slow. Yeah, yeah. But you can't, they're not on, they're not on iTunes. What, what movies are these? Well, like I think Mia, I think Miyazaki movies are not on iTunes still. For example, really? uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that like is still not on there. Or like, uh, is Blade Runner on iTunes? I I don't know. I f- I haven't seen Blade Runner. I haven't uh, ever me seen. Either. Don't tell yeah, me either. Oh man, we're idiots. We got to see that movie. It's like one of those like you want to you want to do an episode one on of Blade those Runner? Classic nerd movies, right? That we have to watch or something. Yeah, it is apparently. Jenna Jenna has like reluctantly told me that she's like, yeah, I'll watch one of these. So, right, hold on. I'm gonna search for Blade um, So, Adam, I am addicted to Order Up again. <laughs> I again, love, I love that you're playing oh my God. this game. You're the only. You are like the only one. I want That's you to know it's true. like amazing. It's not true. If you look on the internet, um, there's a thread because I couldn't figure out how to do. I I was trying to look up how to do something in the game because some of this stuff is a little, the usability of some of the features is not evident. <laughs> exactly. So you have to, you, so I was trying to look something up um, and, or it was just an article about the game and there were like a million comments below it and people were like, how do you do this? And the person who's involved, I guess with the game is like, Oh, well, you know, you have to wait till the text turns red and then you you know, you know what to do here or like, this is a bug. We still were ironing this out like that. This character doesn't work the right way or something like that. But it would seem to me that there are a lot of people playing this game or they wouldn't have. Do you, do you know who the the name was of the person who was writing? I wonder if I know them. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. Cause Adam, you actually worked on this game. Is that right? I did. It, was, uh, it is true. I, I was a, I was in the office. I beta tested and gave feedback. What was the company that that made this game? I believe it was Zoo Games at the time. It had previously been Green Screen Games. Um, I don't see when you launch the game. I don't see any like Zoo Games logo. I see. <laughs> no, what does it say? Chil- is it Chilango? Ch- oh, they must have sold it to Chilango. Wait a minute, are you playing it on the iPad? Yeah, I'm playing it on the iPad. 
Oh, 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 okay. I thought you were playing it on the Wii, and I was like, wow, I can't believe he broke out the Wii to play no, this old game. I love it. All. Okay. I dude. really like it on the iPad. I mean... Oh, that's brilliant. I can't believe Order Up is playable on the iPad. I didn't know. I didn't even know this. I didn't own <laughs> Order Up on the Wii. Okay. I didn't own it, but I played it on the Wii and some... Yeah, because I gave it to you, right? No, someone... Like my brother, my brother and his friends were like obsessed with the game. So they were playing it on the Wii. Dude, you got... And then... That's amazing. Yeah. But some of the controls, I think, on the Wii are not immediately evident like you have to hold no and you have to make you, you have correct. to hold and you have to make circles or you have to hold and pull and they're trying to like describe to you how to do these motions um and you can't figure order up by the way i can't believe we didn't open we didn't talk about this like but it's like a cooking game it's a game a video game right this is important information where you're you're actually cooking and you're a chef in a restaurant. You know, there's different restaurants. There's like a fast food restaurant and there's a diner and there's a Mexican restaurant and you have to open up rest. You know, you have to buy recipes and then you're making guacamole or fajitas or like whatever. So, um, it's all about time management and getting all the meals out at the same time when you get big yeah, orders, you have to some, uh, like Texas guy comes in and he wants everything with barbecue sauce. So you have to put barbecue sauce in his order. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's fun. It's kind of like a grind, like parts of it. It can feel like a grind sometimes to grind, to get enough money to buy the next restaurant, but it's fun. And um, yeah, I'm sort of addicted to it. So were you so how were you involved with this game exactly so i was doing beta testing and i was doing uh the artwork the problem was i was a very new designer this was actually my first real job where i was not just working under a total madman a wonderful <laughs> madman but a total crazy person so this is one where there was like some legitimate work and things were actually happening so what did you uh, design so I designed, we had an illustrator, but then I actually then was like designing and editing the cover artwork and the logo and the, uh, oh, they gave me an InDesign file and everything was typeset in Comic Sans. No, no. Yeah, yes. Yes. Oh, they would not let me change it. I was like, this is not a font. They like, wouldn't we're not let using you go this off font. of Comic Sans. They wouldn't let me change it. They're oh, like, they're no. like, no, Comic Sans forever. No, they were like, it's fun. It's a fun phone. It's kooky. Yeah, there was a guy. He's a really nice guy, but... Um, God, what a joke. But I don't know why he was... He Like, this this dude, he, he was like a more of a marketing guy, but somehow he was, for whatever reason, he was in charge of the aesthetics of this manual. Oh, no. It was kind of weird. I, it, and actually, his taste otherwise is pretty good, although he did one time just insist to me. I, I actually still remember fondly his conversation, because he's like... He would show me his BlackBerry Bowl <laughs> around the time that the first iPhone came out. He's like, he's like, yeah, right. That'll never take off. Check this out. And I was like, mm, I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> and I just, he was always reading Boy Genius Report uh, and stuff. He's like a super nice guy. I kind of want to bug him and be like, hey, how'd that, uh, how'd that BlackBerry Bowl turn out, yeah. dude? I think I think he would also have a good laugh about that too. But you know, because he was he was always emailing, so he need you know he still needed his keyboard, yeah. and the first iPhone didn't really handle what a real business guy actually yeah. kind of needs. And so, um, 
He was right at the time, but, but not, not about for Comic the Sans also. Yeah, and not about that. That was that was a rare moment of him not having So good taste. were you designing any of the in-game elements? No, 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 no. That was all from that was an all external thing. And then and then I did uh like all the disc artwork and all the things to actually like get it ready for publication for Nintendo. Okay. Oh, so you're doing like the package design. Yeah, also doing yeah, mo- I'm sorry. Let me let me back up. I did the package design with with assets that was made by illustrators, and then I was tweaking them and stuff. Okay, and the and the on disc. Yeah, and you said you fun. did the manual as well. Yeah, unfortunately, it got handed yeah, to me. Okay, and then I had to try to clean up a mess basically, and I did not. I was not <laughs> successful. <laughs> Am I correct in remembering that you also may have done one or two of the voices? No, I don't think so. Really. Did I? I don't know. Or you wrote some of the lines, maybe? That might have happened. I actually might have suggested some lines, but I forget what they might have been. I should go up and look through my old computer archives, see if you I don't, can find old emails You don't remember? Nothing is ringing a bell? No. Do you, are, am, I, am I... No, I don't know. Nothing immediately. I think you had told me at some point, and I couldn't remember if you told me that you either contributed a voice. So I've been listening closely to try to figure out what voice... <laughs> I don't think I contributed okay. a voice. But maybe... I think I might have helped write lines, wrote though. some lines, which, by the way, are just breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> If your breath is taken away, I'm sure I had nothing to do yeah, with it. Um, yeah, it's so funny because the game is like, it has so much character, you know? Even the stuff that doesn't work is like kind of cute in a way and it it, it um, it's passable. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Um, it is. It's always passable the, at least. Yeah, the controls on an iPad are actually like really nice because you just have to swipe and and do directional things you don't have to have the added thing of like holding and twisting or whatever um so yeah i've got my kitchen i'm chopping i'm um sauteing and i can saute and do two saute pans at once you know <laughs> get get the little uh tossing of the veg or whatever and um fantastic you know i'm pulling the pulling the uh the chimichanga out of the fryer and it's just it's magical <laughs> god it's just crazy i mean it's just such a blast from the past early jobs man your first jobs are so funny yeah. like do you did I ever tell you what that job really was how i even got hired on to do that no i was on they hired me to be like all right you're gonna do the design of a social network it's gonna be just like facebook for gamers oh, right like, i remember that exists it's called facebook but you want to pay me money yeah sure well i don't care yeah uh-huh. oh right Sounds so great. you designed um just visual aspect did you do ui like what did you do for this social network dude i <laughs> i had no idea what i was doing i did do visual design and every single ui element was unique um <laughs> Like there was no repetition of anything. There was no standard anything. Every single, every single possible thing that could be streamlined was unique and different because you know <laughs> we wanted to really, we really wanted to give attention to detail. Um, you know what I mean? Like it was like illustrated. Things were like bizarre custom sizes. <laughs> I think we finally started. We we started by actually pairing with a real developer and like. <laughs> 
we didn't understand it. We were like, wow, those guys so uptight. But basically someone looked at our designs and just like flipped out. It was like, it was like, this is not a thing that can be done. You're telling me you want it exactly like this? Not like this is like the rough inspiration and we'll just do whatever. Like you want this pixel for pixel? He's like, no, like we won't do that. We can't do that. And I won't do that. And it was, it was so bad. And I remember me and my boss, we were like, what a jerk. <laughs> Developers, right? What a bunch of idiots. <laughs> what a lazy piece of crap. Get off your ass, code monkey. And it was looking back on it now, I, I can't even believe what how, how like the heart attack this guy must have had. Just <laughs> looking at these illustrator files. Illustrator files, they weren't even in Photoshop. Oh, you must have died. And I was like, well just scale it. Scale it to make it the same. They're vectors. <laughs> They'll be perfect. Just scale them. Oh my god. <laughs> so did this did this social network uh, get off the ground? It did not, Dave. It did not. <laughs> it did not launch. Oh, <laughs> ever. Oh, that's that's. I think a version of it eventually launched way into the future. I still have a you know, uh, yeah. I still have fond memories and a couple of great little illustrated designs that we made. But yeah, were yeah. there were they based on like were they Japanese or something? Did I remember little? Were they like sort little of, emoji yeah, type they were, things? They were mochi, little like you know those little ice cream balls that are covered in that kind of like that rice base. Yeah, thing. so they were these like animated mochi guys, and they were they were awesome and they were really cute. Um, and there was a lot of fun, but just the way that I decided to try to implement them was like. It was. I just vomited them all over the page. It was. It was terrible. Yeah. I should. I should really. If I showed that to anybody, like, I would lose my job immediately. Mm-hmm. I think. And my. And my current no. employer, well, they'd be like, "Nope, these were the decisions you made. You are unsound as a human." <laughs> yeah, everyone looks back at their old work, and you realize all the all the mistakes. Um, when I did the Educators album. Um, and I was thinking about that recently, but <laughs> the educators, uh, shout out to the educators, the, the, uh, yeah. the boys from Bellevue. That's right. Bellevue, Washington. Am I correct? Bellevue, Washington. Yes. Who, who <laughs> rather than fly across the country and stay in a hotel, decided to buy an RV <laughs> across the country and drive it. Yeah, to the East Coast, which which is not a trivial amount of money buying gas for an RV to take it cross country. <laughs> yeah, rather than buying one just like once they flew out here. Yeah, then they stayed outside our apartment and basically crashed on our couch while they all got de- like bronchitis <laughs> for two months <laughs> <laughs> and recorded an oh album and played two shows. But it was great. It was so much fun having them around. Yeah. Because we were in our 20s. There was, well, you had fun. I don't know how much fun Savan had with this whole thing. No, Savan had no fun. He was not having Savan had no fun. I, um, he was a little bit more of an adult than the rest of us, I think. Issues of space, you know what I mean? Like he was sort of ready to not have a bunch of people crashing on his couch every yeah, morning. Well, I think he, he was more grown up than that. And I was just like, sup, bro, I'm going to play the PlayStation deal with it i don't care if i wake you I felt up bad i felt bad about it because i you know i realized this wasn't a good idea um and <laughs> i called i called dylan to have like a little kind of you know a rap sesh well you know if you, you know that convo where your client is all excited about something and you have to kind of like bring them back to reality 
I've had that discussion before. Yes. yes. So I was trying to do one of those about, you know, the whole idea with driving the motor home and the whole thing, this whole plan, which really wasn't thought out. And I was like, you know, I really don't think this is a good idea. Like this doesn't really make a lot of sense. I don't really know if you guys have thought this whole thing through and you know, whatever it was, whatever it was I had to say to them, which, um, you know, and Dylan was actually, you know, we were talking on, on cell phones and he was actually like, I'm in the van. I'm in the motorhome right now. Like we bought the motorhome. It's done. We're coming. (laughs) There's nothing, you know, there's no like putting the genie back in the bottle at this point. You can't stop me now, Dave. I'm coming to record an album with you. It'd be awesome if that's how he talked. Um, but they didn't have the, um, I just thought, and cause I, I didn't, I thought that they were like going to have written all the rhymes and we were just going to be doing recording. Oh, I know. And basically, I know, you know, it would just be really simple, but they hadn't actually written much when they came and, um, you know, it just was a whole, whole project. But, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't know how to like mix albums at that point. So <laughs> it took way, way, way too long to mix it. And then I made the additional compounding mistake of trying to master it myself, which in retrospect, you know, if there were a professional mastering engineer, they could have taken one listen to it and just be like, wow, there's way too much bass on here. I'm just going to like pull it back, pull it back, pull it back. Um, you know, even it out, make it sound smooth. And, um, but it's like, that didn't happen. I mastered it myself. I got it, you know? And so anyway, yeah, early projects are always a little bit more bass might be nice. Is what you said to yourself. Well, at one point I realized for some of the songs that there was too much bass. So I didn't, I didn't like add any more bass in the mastering, but it was just (laughs) like, it was terrible. You know, you just, you listen back. You Anyway, it's your early, your early work is always at least slightly embarrassing because that's why it's your early work. And that's why you're growing and developing. You know, if you weren't embarrassed of your yeah. early work, there'd be a real problem. Well, that's true, I guess. Um, but yeah, every once in a while I do just kind of look back at something I did and I just want to immediately go fall on a sword. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, I, I, this, this happens to me though, even for like really recent things like something that i've done three to four months ago i look back and i hate it wow and i hate it and i hate it and i hate it and then i sort of am excited about whatever it is that i'm doing and then i mm. just do you think that's because your tastes are changing are you growing that much that you um are outgrowing stuff is it that is it like a a sort of you know, this last year it was Chrome and this year it's flat type thing. Like what, what Mm. is behind this? Or is it just a general sort of artist's insecurity or or what have you? It's definitely a lot of the latter. Um, Because I think actually things come back around with me. Like I ended up looking back at things that I, that I dismissed and being like, you know what, this wasn't, that wasn't, this wasn't great and I'll do better next time. Then I go back and I look at it like from a longer period 
maybe like a year or a year and a half. Yeah. I can still see all the flaws that I've picked out and decided that I don't want to make those mistakes again. But I might look back and be like, no, there's something here. Like there, this was actually kind of a cool one. Um, or it's the kind of thing where it's like, you know, so you, I'm sure there's a million things that you hate about that album. But to me, some guy who, you know, was just sort of, just sort of enjoyed it and just kind of, you know, liked the album. I still listen to it every once in a while. Yeah. You know, I still listen to the Educataz. That's the other part about the educators. It was sprint, but it was spelled E D U A T A Z. It was so, and so many people were like, uh, do, do, educators, educators. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was, it was really good. Yeah. Maybe it was a thing. We did not, we did not, um, intelligently, we did not really, you know, impart to them the ideas of branding. Remember that they, well, there was some joke about higher education was going to be the name of the album. Oh, that would have been. Which would also inform the name. So you would know. Yeah. I thought higher education was a great album title. Higher education. Yeah. It made sense to me. It's a lovely, it's a great one. What did they. And it also, yeah, it fit with everything. What did they settle on? Selfish. 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 Or was it just called Selfish? It was just like, what? I think it was Selfish EP or something like that. And I was just like, come on, guys. Yeah. They were teenagers. Some of those guys were actual teenagers. Were they? Which is were just, they that young? Yeah, at that time? I think. I think. What's his? What's the? What's the taller AJ. guy's name? Not AJ. Dylan. AJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ. I think he was like eighteen. Oh, or 17. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they were they were kids. They had so much more together than my you know horrific what? band. Speaking of cringeworthy things, my band in high school. I cannot <laughs> listen to it. It is so painful because I'm this guy who sings, and so like. I'm the one who's like making all like the weird ragey, like it's bad. It's bad news. I can't listen to it. We're not going to talk about what it's called or anything else so that no one can track it down. They were teenagers. And part of the whole, the whole motorhome mobile home thing was that they could drive and they went out of the way. They drove up through Canada so they could like drink along the way because Canada, the, uh, the age is 18, you know? So it was all part of like their, their plan to basically just party and not write, to be able to drink, not write the lyrics forgot about that. for the album, which <laughs> much to my chagrin. Right, of course they were. So yeah, they were not, they uh, were like 18 or 19, at least some of them at the time. <laughs> oh man. Uh, they were, they were really fun. I really loved having them around and I hope, I hope they, uh, I hope they still also sort of look back on it fondly. But for all I know, you know, it's like they look back at it and it's like their high school band, you know, and they're like, what was I doing? Why did I do? Oh God, <laughs> listen to that rhyme. It's terrible. I hate it. You know, and I kind of like, like the music, but My like, flow was so whack. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like now, and like I did the artwork to that album. Like I hate that artwork more than anything I've ever done. Yeah. 